Welcome to the Trap Shooters United podcast. I am your host and owner, Joe Brumfield. I created this to help share, showcase, and support this amazing sport by talking to shooters, vendors, parents, and companies. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Trap Shooters United or like us on Facebook. Welcome to episode 12 of the Trap Shooters United podcast. Joining me today is a two-time ATA All-American staff writer for Trap and Field and member of Team United, Anna Rawl. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I also thought it would be good um, to get a parent's perspective. So Anna's mom, Sherry, is also joining us. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Thanks, Joe. Absolutely. Now, Sherry, I'll start with you. Can you tell us about yourself a little bit, where you're from, any hobbies? Uh, did you shoot at all when you were younger? Uh, actually, I did shoot. I was born and raised just south of St. Louis, Missouri, where I've lived my entire life. My shooting sport of choice, however, was archery. I was big into the IBO 3D archery circuit back in the early 90s uh, and shot that for several years until I started having kids, kind of put a damper on it. Now I'm kind of back into the archery world as I coach uh, high school and junior high archery in our local school district. Also got a little into a little bit of trap coaching. My latest endeavor is coaching a high school student air rifle team, which we just kicked off today. So between that and Anna's shooting keeps me pretty busy. Absolutely. Now, Anna, how did you get started shooting? I started shooting around nine years old. I actually got my very first rifle for Christmas or for my birthday when I was nine. And it was just a little single shot Henry 22 rifle, money girl pink camo. And I would take it to the range all the time with my uncle and my dad. And I found out that I was pretty deadly accurate with this rifle. And whenever I got into sixth grade, I discovered a competitive pistol and rifle team shooting steel plates. So I started doing that. I did that for a while, and now I switched to trap. And that's pretty much my main focus, but I do shoot archery and air rifle as well. Now, when was your first year shooting trap? Twenty or two years ago. So... In 20... COVID. COVID year, so 2022... Or 2020... Okay, so you're you're fairly new to the game then. Um, I am. So 2020, so your first year, you did you you did not make our. I guess for the 2020 season would have been the 2021 All American year, right? Did you make that? Did you make it your first year? Yes. So Anna, Anna actually her first full year. Yes, she did. The COVID year, she came in. Uh, around the end of June and started shooting. Of course, the target year then ended August 31st. So her first full target year, yeah, she did actually make it her first year. Sub-junior, sub-junior, second team, All-American. Yeah, and then the following year, so I guess this past year you would have been junior team, right? Yes. What made you choose to go Lady One versus going junior? Honestly, it was just kind of a personal preference. I really liked the idea of like a lady division and how broad and open it was that it wasn't just kids my age. I could be competing against people of all different ages and that it really just it really just seemed like a bigger opportunity for me. Absolutely. Can you kind of give us a recap of how your 22 season went? My 22 season was amazing. It was absolutely awesome. Kicking off the season was a little rough, but 
I started really, really started my season at the Missouri State shoot in May, and it was an amazing shoot. I had a great time. I put up some phenomenal scores, gained quite a huge jump with All American there, and it, you know, it was awesome. It was really awesome. Now your handicap yardage. Where did you start the year at? On what yard line? The twenty-two. Okay, so you you hit up five yards, made it to the twenty-seven. Um, by the uh, Indiana State shoot in July. So that's that's quite a big jump. It was. It was a lot of hard work, and I jumped. Yeah. Well, I jumped quite a bit in yardage just alone at the Illinois State shoot this year, which was a big eye-opener for me on how, t- how tough it gets the further back you go. So what's the what's the biggest difference in your opinion going from say the twenty the twenty two to the twenty seven? My movement. It I I struggle a lot with that right now. Even just how small movement is, how an inch becomes a mile, really. And I'm slowly starting to learn that I don't have to move as much as I did before. But it's taking a little getting used to. Absolutely. Now, Sherry, can you kind of go into what your guys' travel routine is, how you're traveling, that sort of stuff? Well, I can. There are certain shoots that we uh, really enjoy. For instance, the Autumn Grand. We'll be getting ready to go there at the end of this month and be there through the through the entirety of that shoot. That's really the first big shoot that Anna ever traveled to, so it's kind of like a going home type thing for her to take her back to her roots at the beginning of this whole trap fiasco, I guess, that we run around and do. Beyond that, we always do our our home state shoot and things close to home. We obviously enjoy the Grand. We're fortunate because we don't live that far from the Grand. As far as everything else, I'll be honest with you, I'm very spontaneous. We don't plan our year out ahead of time. We just kind of go with the flow. Honestly, we like this year we were at the Michigan State shoot. Our plan was to come home from that, spend a week, go to the Wisconsin State shoot. Instead, we went from Michigan straight down to the Indiana shoot, stayed there for a week and then came home instead. So you never know where you're going to find us. We just kind of roll with whatever seems good at the time. If Anna's shooting well, she's not fatigued, she's not tired, we may go on to another shoot. If she's feeling the need for a little bit of time off, then we'll go home. Now, are you guys traveling in a camper? Do you guys hotel at Airbnb? We travel with a camper whenever it's stuffed pretty close to home. Majority of the time, we'll stay in a hotel or an Airbnb. Gotcha. Now, Sherry, from a parent's perspective, what is your favorite part of traveling around all the shoots? Oh, the people that you meet, the friends you make, the family that you make, because these people ultimately become your family. You travel together, you eat meals together, you cry together, you laugh together. When you have a loss, you share it. When you have a victory, you share it. It's just uh, unlike anything else that we have ever experienced. Anna's the youngest of four kids. My oldest is 27. We've been involved in every possible sport you can imagine. Anna herself was a nationally ranked competitive hip-hop dancer for years. And there is nothing else like the trap community out there. Nothing. So where would you guys, uh, do you guys both have the same favorite place to go? Or do you guys vary on that? I love the Missouri State shoot. I just, it's home for me. It's where I'm comfortable. All of my big milestones from my 25 through my 100 straight have happened at that range. But I really like 
Tucson, Arizona. It's like nothing else I've ever seen before. The background is almost like a postcard. It really couldn't be more perfect. I don't really have a favorite. I just wherever our trap family takes us and wherever we end up, I'm I'm open for anything. We've been to some new ranges. We went to the Northeastern Grand last month in September in Cicero, New York. We'd never been there before, so that was interesting. I just I I just like going wherever she wants to go, really. Now, are you guys close enough to the Missouri State Home Grounds where you can stay at home for that week, or do you still have to travel there? No, we live about three hours away from there. So we we take our camper with us, and we stay there the whole week. Luckily enough, the closest range we live to is actually Sparta. For the World Shooting Recreation Complex is about an hour and 10-minute drive for us. But we still take our camper and stay because it's just the atmosphere of being there. Oh, yeah, for sure. And plus, I mean, the days at the Grand are so long. And if you get into a shoot-off or something, I mean, you're there until 10, 11 o'clock at night anyway. Or later. <laughs> Much later. <laughs> Anna was in a shoot-off during the Grand, not this year in 2022, but in 2021, for a handicap event during the actual Grand Week itself. And her call to the line was at 1.38 a.m. Wow. I'm already I'm already hitting REM sleeping about that point. So, Anna, um, you hit up a Richard Marshall Clinic um, earlier in the year. Can you kind of tell us, you know, what were some stuff that you learned um, during that that really helped you out? It was it was a personal lesson. It wasn't a clinic. I went to Nebraska to meet Ricky. It changed my world. I was struggling so much with my doubles. They were, I just, I couldn't figure them out. I was getting really frustrated. I reached out to Ricky for help and it flipped everything. It changed everything. I went from shooting in the 70s in February when I worked with him. And then at the Missouri State shoot in May, I broke a 98 and I shot my first 50 straight in doubles. What was the biggest, um, was it like movement or was it foot position? What was the number one thing that really got you kind of dialed in, I guess? Everything. He really just kind of took me from the bottom up and just kind of started over with doubles, really, and changed things, nitpicked little bitty things here and there and slowly started working it up. And it it just changed everything. Now, do you think um, that work, especially on doubles, Helped you out in the other, um, the other handicap and singles as well? Yes, it definitely did. Uh, Anna, what's your favorite achievement so far? Oh, probably how I accomplished All-American my first year, really competing. That's something that not a lot of people get the opportunity to do or not a lot of people get to accomplish in their first year. And it just... it. I was really excited about that. Sherry, do you have a favorite achievement of Anna so far? Actually, I do. And I think it was at the Grand this year. It was just the Grand was just a big turning point for Anna this year. I watched her during the singles, the the 500 singles that start kind of the whole Grand Prelim stuff. Anna ran 497 out of 500. She ran three 100 straights that week, which was something she had never, never accomplished anything like that before. She was just on a roll. She had two 99s this year on doubles at the Grand. And to see her light up 
when her double scores, when she gets in that rhythm and just to see her accomplish something that she struggled so hard with, but yet she refused to let it beat her down. She, she just knew that she could never win a HOA at a competition anywhere if she couldn't conquer those doubles. And so to see her do that and come off the line, calm, cool, collected, it's just amazing. Just watching that as a parent, there's no way to describe that feeling. Um, gun progression, Anna, where did you start shooting trap with? My very first gun was actually a team gun through my youth team. It was a Beretta semi-auto. I don't remember the specific details on it. Um, but from there, I went to get my Browning Satori 725 Sporting. I shot that for a while and experienced some great success with it. I shot it for a year. And then I switched to my Krieghoff K80 that I shoot now, and I absolutely love it. Shooting goals for this 2023 season? Hmm. I haven't really sat down to set my goals list yet for this year. Anna works up a list. She has short-term goals. She has goals for every year, and then she has long-term goals, which is something else that she started when she started working with Coach Ricky Marshall. Uh, that she actually she wrote her list for last year and was able to accomplish every goal on that list during the season. So it'll be interesting to see how her list changes this year and what she formulates. Like I know she's got her big bucket list, but she works on things small bites at a time. That's probably the best way to do it. Um, let's go shooting role models. One male and one female trap shooting role model. I can't do one male. I got to do two. And uh, Ricky Marshall, he's huge for me. But the other one is, the, he has my whole heart, and it's Tom Ruck. He changed everything when it came to shooting, and not just shooting. He, he really just changed my life whenever I started shooting. I was getting so frustrated, and I was shooting 9s and 11s, and I couldn't figure out what the heck was going on. And he worked with me for about a week and a half, and I went and shot my first 25 straight, and I knew then that this man was going to change it all for me. And what about the female role model? Definitely has to be Sandy Joe Jack. Uh, my first year going to Arizona, I was walking out to the practice fields, very first day that I got there, and there was a lady standing there offering to help me, and I shot practice with her and come to find out that it was Sandy Joe Jack. And from that day, she's been so supportive of me. She has been so helpful with me. She's just amazing. Tell us about the air rifle team. Sherry, I believe you're coaching. I am coaching. It's a brand new program to our school district this year. We started five and a half weeks ago. It is through the SAR program, which is a nationwide program. It stands for Student Air Rifle. What a phenomenal experience. The kids have a great time. We we're fortunate enough to bring it into our public schools here, which is really unique because today we were standing in a cafeteria in a public school 45 minutes south of downtown St. Louis shooting rifles. What a great country, right? It's just an amazing experience. We have a supportive administration. So I have some kids on this team that are competitive shooters in other disciplines. I have some that just hunt a little bit. And I had kids that six weeks ago had never picked up a gun in their life. What a phenomenal experience. 
So what are the um, what are the scoring system with that? Um, do you guys just stand at a certain distance away, or does it vary each event, or how does that work? Everything with this program, it's a very basic beginner style program. Every shot is taken from ten meters, which is thirty two point seven feet. It's all from a standing position, which is very, very hard with any kind of air rifle. And the targets are they're, they're small. They're, you could probably cover one up with a softball, uh, maybe a baseball. There's five targets per page. You shoot two pellets per target. You do that three times. Max score possible is a 300. Perfect. And you guys ended up winning today, right? We did. We had a big win today for our first competition in um, true... Sherry style. I invited in the reigning state champions that have been had that title for the last two years. And we did manage to defeat that team today by quite a big margin. And it was very exciting. Putting everybody on notice. Um, Anna, last question for you guys. And I'll let you go. What's the best advice that you could give a new shooter? My biggest thing whenever I started was building confidence in my abilities with shooting I had just went through a lot with losing dance out of my life and coming into shooting just kind of opened up a new light to me. And whenever I was starting to get frustrated and wanted to quit, I knew that I could, I, I just couldn't do that to myself. I had to keep pushing. I had to keep trying because I knew that the light at the end of the tunnel was coming and I just had to keep going and not give up on I think that's a perfect answer. I think I think this this sport, when you sit back and think about it, it's probably ninety percent mental. Because if you if you're if you're not focused and in your head when you're shooting, you're you're probably going to start missing targets. All right, thank you to Anna and Sherry for joining us today. Also, big shout out to AJ Supplies for supporting the show. Reach out to AJ Supplies for all your ammo or reloading needs by calling four one nine five eight three seven one three three or messaging them on Facebook. That's a wrap on this episode of the Trap Shooters United podcast. Thank you all for listening so much. Your support is greatly appreciated. See you all out on the trap line.